Welcome to She Wakes Up, a podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt, and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host, Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. Welcome back to another episode of She Wakes Up. Today is a wake up episode and I'm happy to feature guest Susan May. Susan May, uh, we kind of just stumbled upon one another. We started to have a conversation over Facebook Messenger and we really just connected. So Susan is the founder of Rise Up with Susan May and the Rise Up community. And the Rise Up mission is to help medical freedom advocates overcome their fears, overwhelm and uncertainty so that they can move forward with confidence and joy. Connecting and sharing our stories empowers us to build connected, purposeful lives and thriving communities. Susan's life uniquely prepared her for these times, and she's determined to use all of what she has learned to help others who are drawn to the Rise Up vision. Susan, welcome. So excited to have you here. Thank you so much for having me, Stacey. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, of course. And I just, like I said, we connected over Messenger, and we were just kind of just sharing a lot of similarities and really some things that are out of the norm. So to be able to connect with somebody that has some similar visions is a breath of fresh air. So why don't you tell everybody who you are, what it is that you do, and what it is that you stand for? Awesome. So um, my name is Susan May, and I um, really, my mission kind of started with parenting. Um, And So that has been a long journey for me. My daughter is almost 16 years old. Um, And what I like to tell people is that I was kind of the master of the mainstream growing up. Um, I I thrived in public school. Um, I got all the good grades. Um, You know, I played sports and did music. I did all the things. And um, so I think there's a couple different lessons I learned from that. Um, one thing is that like I was good at the system. So in some ways that helped because the system didn't hurt me um, because it fit my learning style. It fit, you know, who I was. It was easy for me to adjust. Um, but I also just absorbed a lot of mainstream messaging of, you know, anything you can think of about, you know, raising kids, um, what, you know, what my life would look like as an adult. Um, and so when I became a parent, Um, I started this process of kind of unplugging from the mainstream that began, like I said, actually pre-birth with learning about my fertility. And it has just progressed over the years to the point where now um, I don't do much of anything in the mainstream way. So like I said, part of my mission is that when kind of all the craziness of the last couple of years hit, I felt uniquely prepared because I had already started this process of learning alternative ways of doing things. And one simple example that I think a lot of people can relate to is homeschooling. 
because my children were already homeschooled, they weathered what was going on in the world much easier. I mean, I'm not saying it wasn't difficult for them. They, there were still challenges. Um, they still absorb, you know, what's going on in the world. But they had that already, that rhythm in their lives already that we were used to being together all the time. Um, and that wasn't something new for them. So that's just one simple example. Yeah, I think, and now since that has happened, even more people are gravitating towards the idea of homeschooling, but it, it's something that's very overwhelming when it's new to you. And so you mm -hmm. had a leg up on that and you had that advantage where other people were scrambling to try to figure it out and deciding what was best for their kids. And so, mm -hmm. um, yeah. And I mean, I grew up very similar to you with the whole mainstream, but yet I was also my own individual. And I knew that from very early on that, yes, I wanted to fit in. Yes. I wanted to, you know, have friends and do all the things that everybody was doing, but there was still a part of me that was always wanting to do and be my own person. And when you grow up where you kind of have to do all the things that are normal to fit in, it makes it really difficult for you to step outside of the box and be embrace yourself. And so mm -hmm. it's really cool that you have just grown into this, this understanding of you can thrive away from the mainstream. And was there something that happened that caused you to want to go down this, this little rabbit hole and then continue with it? Or was yeah. it just something that you slowly started to explore and then really got comfortable with it? You know, I've been thinking about that. Even today, I was just thinking about in a lot of ways, I just feel lucky. And I, I don't, I don't really believe in luck and coincidence anymore. Um, but it feels, um, I feel very blessed, I guess you could say and fortunate because a lot of these choices I made, um, like, it's like I stumbled onto the information at the right time. Now, of course, I didn't really just stumble onto it on the right time. Like, when you're learning about childbirth, it's because, you know, you're about to like, either you want to try starting to ha have a family or you're pregnant. Um, the natural family planning thing that, so that is, um, have you, you know what that term means? Um, like fertility awareness, I guess is another way people talk about it. That was a little bit of luck because my husband um, grew up Catholic. And so um, we went through the typical, um, Catholics are actually very um, meticulous with kind of what they have their couples do, which is one thing I think they do well. Um, they have couples take classes and make sure they're on the same page about like major life decisions, which I think is actually a beautiful thing. Um, and so one couple came in and just talked to us about natural family planning, which was like fertility. And it was like really eye opening for me because this couple um, loved it. They were so enthusiastic and just like, this is amazing. And here are all the benefits and told all the benefits and how it was better for their relationship, better for their health. Um, all these things. And at the time, I had, it wasn't even on my radar. I didn't even know that was something that people could do. Um, and so I didn't do it right away. But because um, I have like kind of an open heart in mind, this seed was planted. And about a year later, I decided, you know what, I want to look into this and learn about it. Um, and learn about it before we start have, trying to have children so that I'm more um, in control and like more knowledgeable about my body and stuff. So I know this is like a roundabout way to answer your question, but um, I think I have been pretty lucky in a lot of ways. And it was not something I intentionally set out. Like um, I'm going to do everything differently. Like once we started our children, we had two kids and 
um, I think some family members were like, you're just going to do the opposite of what everyone else does. And that was never, never my intention. It was like, I always um, would come across an idea and be like, I want to learn more about this and really research it. And I always had very solid reasons for every choice we made. And it just happened to be that that was the opposite of the mainstream. Um, so yeah, I think one thing I was thinking about today is that it's harder for people that have already started down the mainstream path to, once you've made a decision, it can be a lot more difficult to get off because you have to look back and it's painful to see like, oh, maybe that wasn't the right decision for me. Um, maybe I hurt myself or I hurt my children or my family. Um, and I would just encourage people to um, be very forgiving and gentle with themselves and also open to the idea like, yes, we all make mistakes. We all have regrets. Um, but if you're brave enough to face that and then um, maybe make a different choice, you're going to improve the future for yourself and your family. Um, so that's one way I feel very fortunate is because I often came up across the information as I needed to, you know, as my parenting journey unfolded. So, yeah, such good points too in the fact that we are, we are raised with the best intention, most of us, um, and our parents do the best that they can with what they have. And yet sometimes that doesn't align with who we become as an adult when we learn more about ourselves and more about the world. And we feel guilty for questioning how we were raised because mm -hmm. we're like, this is what was told to me and this is what mm -hmm. I should believe because this is what, you know, all of my life has been about. And then being comfortable stepping away and questioning and then all the research is there too. So mm -hmm. if you really want more information, you know, I, for me, um, like spirituality was a big thing that I, I wanted to learn more about because I had a lot of questions. You know, it was always, I was raised in Christianity and I went to church with my Nana and then I had friends and family that I went to church with and I got very involved in that space, but I had a lot of questions and it wasn't ever really explained to me in a way that helped feed what I needed. And so I went out about it and I, I took on my own research and my own exploration of it. And I just wanted to get those answers. And I felt like I, it was given to me in a different light. So, um, I commend you for that. Cause like you said, it's, it's not easy to step outside of that normality and the mainstream. And with that, you, you said something about luck and mm -hmm. I'm right there with you. I don't feel like anybody's really lucky. I feel like it's been, uh, magnetized to you. Um, you've been thinking about it subconsciously, maybe not even aware of what your thoughts are. And then it, it comes to you. And I'm a big believer in that where when you put your mind to, to think about something and you think about it over and over consciously or subconsciously, that will be what is brought to you. And for whatever reason, we look at that as luck where really it's been something that we've been working on and preparing for, for a long time. And it just so happens that it does fall into place at the right time. Right. So can you talk a little bit more about that mindset space for you and yeah. kind of where that shift, where that, yeah, like yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I can, um, I hear the word that you haven't said is the, the manifesting word. Um, and that's not something that I have delved into deeply as far as like research and reading books, you know, um, but for me, what I think of as manifesting and I see it happening, happening in my life 
is the mindset piece, what you were talking about, which is um, setting an intention. Um, and when you set an intention, you know, like you said, it's repetition. It could be, um, I like to use hypnosis or meditation. Um, you need to get that repetition of thoughts. And it's like, it's not something you can just think once and think it's going to happen. But to me, manifesting is more than just that. And I think a lot of people talk about this. Like, you can't just sit here in a room and think like this, I want a million dollars or like, I want my business to be successful or I want to, you know, whatever it is. Um, you have to attach it to action. Um, and so what, what the proper mindset does is it helps you become a more effective um, actor in your life, that you're taking action um, often, um, that you're taking action in spite of fears, that you're taking action even when things don't go the way you thought they would, that you might look at it, someone else might look at it and call it a failure, but you've changed your mindset and know that's not a failure, it's a learning opportunity. Um, and so to me, it's like this combination of intention, which is part of your mindset, having your mindset right, knowing what you want, um, and then action. And then for me, a third piece of that is this um, ability to live in the moment, which everyone talks about, but it's very difficult for most of us. Um, it's about being present in your life, um, being full of gratitude for the things you do have. And when you're, like you said, when you have the right mindset, you're a magnet for things. So if you want to attract more good things, you have to be in that vibration of feeling good about what you have. You have to appreciate what you have. And also a, a little bit of patience. Like, you know, sometimes we think, oh gosh, I, I want my million dollars tomorrow or I want my business to take off like fire or, you know, I want my kids to like grasp this new concept. Um, but I think when we're in our, in the moment and we're present, then that's when we have the true patience. And so all of this is the opposite of resisting. Whatever's actually happening in your life is the opposite of resisting. So I think of words like allowing, acceptance, surrender is huge. Like surrendering mm -hmm. to what is, but not in a defeatist way, right? Like not in a, um, this is my life is, you know, it is about mindset. It's not like you're negative, like, oh my gosh, this is so terrible and nothing's ever going to change, but surrender in like, okay, this is my life right now. For example, my son is non-speaking and he's autistic. And, um, I have been super blessed because of my parenting journey that he's my third. And so I had like all of these core foundations in place already. Um, and I'm able to look at it a lot differently than I think. I think a lot of people, when they hear that, they're kind of surprised because I don't really talk about it a lot, to be honest. Um, and they, they might, they feel like, oh my gosh, your life's so hard or overwhelming, but I don't look at it that way. Like, you know, of course I have my moments. Everyone has their moments where you, where you do get overwhelmed or you, or you have to cry or whatever. But overwhelmingly, I'm extremely grat um, grateful for my life and I'm able to live in the moment and I'm able to take action in spite of the obstacles that are in my life. Um, so that's kind of what I think about when I think of this um, mindset and how it impacts my life and the life I'm envisioning for myself and my family. Yeah, it's perspective is what I heard you say. It's, yes, yes, totally perspective. Just how Great you word. see things and um, a lot of what I talk about on the podcast is how our past molds where we are now in our present, but we all have this future and our future looks different. And for some of us, our future is a clean slate. For some of us, our future is determined by our past. 
Um, and it's just about that perspective and knowing that if you really want to change, if you really do want to see yourself in a different place in the future, that you have to accept what happened to you, knowing that it's no fault to anybody. You work through that. You be grateful where you are in the present because that's a gift in, in and of itself. You know, nobody's guaranteed tomorrow. And so to just, just be here and have what you have. And at some point too, a lot of us look overlook this and, and see that this is where we are today is where we wished we would have been 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. And, but we're always ready for the next thing. We want that instant gratification that you said, I want that million dollars tomorrow. I want it in mm -hmm. my bank account. Um, but it does take action. It does take a mindset shift to be able to get there and knowing that you are in charge of where you can go mm -hmm. and that it doesn't matter where you've been. You're your own person and you're brave enough Susan, to just be here and share that and to be an example for everybody and saying that. I want it different because that's what feels good to me. That's what's aligned to me is to be different. And I'm okay with that. And I know you got pushback, a lot of pushback for the space that you're in right now with this unplugging. And I really want you to talk more about unplugging what that looks like. Um, maybe the stigma that's attached to it and how you've been able to overcome that. Yeah. Yeah. So which example should we start with? I think unplugging, I think, the education system is a good place to start because it's um, very relevant right now. Like you said, a lot of people are um, coming to it now, maybe not of their own choice. Um, and with any choice that you make that's different, um, the fear, the fear of making a different choice is that you, you're worried you're going to lose your people. You're, gonna, you're worried you're going to lose your social net because you're doing something different. And the truth is, is that most people do react strongly to you making a different choice. There's no getting around that truth. Um, and so when they react, um, it's, it's not about you, it's about them. Because they feel like your choice is a judgment on their choice, okay? So if, for example, if you pull your children from school and your best friend or your sister chooses not to pull her children from school, they look at it as you judging their choice to leave their kids in school, even if you don't do that. Okay, so this is where this um, tension comes into place. Um, and so you do, you are gonna have to deal with other people's reactions. Um, and that's where your mindset is going to be very important, um, that you can get into a loving space that, you know, the most, the best that you can appreciate that it's not about you, it's about them. And you can even, you can, reassure them directly, look, this is what's best for my family. That doesn't mean that it's what's best for your family. And that will put them at ease and, and make them more open. Um, so yes, it's not easy because you're fearful of, you know, losing um, people in your life. Um, but what I will say is that often we do lose people in our life when we make a different choice. And Stacy's recent podcast about being 100% yourself. The, I think it was your most recent one, Stacey, where you talked about that and how, yes, people will fall away, but then you attract, you attract the most amazing new people and friends into your life. And so what you're fearing, yes, it may happen, but, but what you come to find is that it was nothing to fear at all, that your life actually evolves and becomes much better because now you have people that support you in doing what you know is best for yourself, what's best for your children, what's best for your family. 
Um, so yes, it's not always easy, but the more you do it, every time you make a choice that is a little bit hard for you and you face your fear, it does get easier. And um, I would say like, just start small. Like Stacy mentioned, overwhelm. Overwhelm is um, huge right now um, because there's just been so many big changes in the world and people are worried about the future. They feel anxious. And so they feel like they have to do everything at once, which is not possible. So it's like, you have to try to get focused. Like what's the one thing I want to focus on right now and what small step can I take today? Um, and really my vision right now for helping people is to learn to be themselves fully as Stacy is also encouraging people to do, um, to speak whatever truths they need to speak um, and to also take care of themselves. What I have been astounded to find is how so many people are not taking care of themselves and they have all kinds of reasons, not enough time, um, not enough resources, um, you name it. They have a reason, but what I feel it comes down to is them feeling that they don't feel they're worthy of it. And so this is a huge, a huge problem. Um, and like I said, I think for me, I have been fortunate because I've been able to do this over 15, 16, you know, maybe almost 20 years. And so there does feel this pressure right now. People are feeling that, but to just take a deep breath and like not feel like you have to do everything at once. Um, finding people that support you and that you can, that even if they don't want to do the same thing that you want to do, if they will listen, like I always have had people in my life that would listen to me and support me, even if they didn't make the same choice, you need to find people like that, that will help you move forward with whatever choice you're, you're facing. Yeah, that was beautiful. Like you just, you hit the nail on the head with all of that. And a lot of what you said is, is what I tried to discuss with people because I have found in my own life that I grew up with people that I no longer align with. And there is a sense of guilt in saying, you're no longer for me. I love you. We have a, a past, but you're not the, in the mindset. You're not the type of person that I need to be surrounding myself with because our beliefs aren't the same and it's okay to do that. And that is one of the hardest things is to let go of the people that you know, but you, you cannot because you feel bad. Yeah. And then to take care of yourself. Again, we know all the logic is there. We are smart people and everybody listening to this podcast knows better, right? But it's like we, we are looking at a, at a car accident and we can't look away and we know better. <laughs> we know we shouldn't be watching and gawking and we should be doing something, but we don't and we can't. Um, and that's why I'm bringing you on here. That's why I bring other women on here is to just share that these are things that is so powerful when they do happen and to encourage other women to do the same thing. And one of the biggest things that you had said, one of the most important pieces of this, I think, is the fact that you said this has been a 15 year journey. Mm -hmm. And for people that are listening to this, they don't want to hear that mm -hmm. because they want it tomorrow because they've probably been dealing with this for a lot of their life and they're ready for that change. But you just have to take that step to get started. Yeah. That's all it is. You just have to take that step to get started to gain that momentum and that will follow. What can you tell the woman listening to this? That is you 10, 15 years ago to give her that encouragement and support that she needs that she might not be getting in the space that she's in right now. 
Yeah, I think the biggest thing that's coming up for me when you asked me that question is just remembering how insecure I felt as a parent, actually, um, making different parenting choices and getting so anxious um, around family when I visited family and um, just feeling, you know, judged, even if they weren't judging me and just getting in my head. And so I would say, you know, you need to trust yourself and, um, you know, you're doing your best and just keep taking it one step at a time, like you said. And the other thing I would encourage people is that I do think there are things you can do to speed up the process. And um, that's kind of what I'm all about is helping people speed it up. And, and like Stacy's talking about mindset, mindset is huge for speeding it up. Um, you can't stay in the same mindset you're in and expect your life to change. You have to undo the subconscious beliefs that have been programmed into you. Um, and finding community is huge. Finding people that will support you on your journey. And so those are two things that I really focus on. And um, like, I am grateful that my journey was slower and more gentle, but these are not slow, gentle times. And so that's why we're stepping up to the plate and we're helping each other. We're reaching out a hand and we're saying, hey, I'm here. You're not alone. Like, that's the biggest thing people need to know. When you stay silent and you don't tell people what you truly believe and who you are, then no one else is going to speak up. And so that's why I've always felt this um, compelling need to speak up about my different choices, not because I said was saying other people were doing it wrong, but because I wanted those people to know that we're being quiet, that they were not alone, and that it was okay for them to, to follow that path. Um, so just to keep doing those things, connect with others, speak your mind, um, and yeah, and to really work on that mindset stuff and taking action in your life every day. The mindset piece, like I listen to this meditation every night when I go to sleep and um, it's so powerful, but one of the affirmations the guy says is that when I have an idea, I take action. So every night my brain's getting that message. When I have an idea, I take, mess I take action. And so that's what I'm doing every day. I get an idea and I take action, which is different for me because I've had ideas in the past and I just keep getting more ideas, keep getting more ideas, keep getting more ideas and I don't take action. And now I'm taking action and I'm seeing the fruits of that in my, in my daily life. Yeah. There's a whole movement too of just get started, get started scared. And if you say that you're going to start tomorrow, you never will because it is scary. Um, but deep inside of you and you know, like I said, we logically know these things that we mm -hmm. really want to accomplish, mm -hmm. but it's just that we talk ourselves out of it for all the reasons that you had mentioned earlier. And the hardest part is getting started. So just start now. Cause yep. if you wait, you're never going to get started. And Absolutely. you, you just, that's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And I feel like that's where so many people are. And you and I are both guilty for that because we were trying to stay in that mainstream. And until we, we woke up and we realized that, wait, wait a minute, I am different and I'm going to start to embrace this because everything else doesn't feel right. It feels yucky. Like I don't, I don't want to be in that space. Mm -hmm. Um, but we want to fast forward that for the people listening because it did yeah. take you and I, so, I mean, it took me over a decade. It took you, you know, just about the same. And that's why we're sharing our stories right now is so that we can save people that time that we can give yeah. them their time back to get to that place a lot sooner. Definitely. But two things that just popped up for me. First of all, that analogy you used of um, like that you can't look away from the 
car accident. <laughs> that's exactly in my notebook and exactly and, I, and in my video somewhere. And that's how I feel a lot of people are in the world right now, like so focused on what's going on in the world and they can't look away, mm -hmm. but it prevents us from taking empowered action in our individual lives when we're so focused on what's going on outside of us on things that we don't have control over. Um, and the second thing is what you just said about taking action in spite of fear. I'll take it a step further and say, if you're scared to do something, that's a message telling you to do it. Like when I feel really scared, I'm like, oh, that's it. That means I got to do it. I have to do that thing. <laughs> and so it's, it's something inside of you. If you're like really thinking about it too a lot, you're like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. That's like, you get that dread in the, you know, in the pit of your stomach, like, oh my gosh, that seems so scary. That's your body telling you that you need to do that thing. And you're going to feel so good after you do it. So, um, so many good tips today. And yeah, I hope, I think that when people start connecting and uh, working together, we can speed up all of this. Absolutely. Yeah. That gut feeling, I can remember what that feels like. And I hate that I remember what that feels like because I felt it for so long before I actually did anything about it. And then when I actually did that and I look back, I go, why did I wait so long? I literally have agonized for years when I could have just pulled the trigger then, but <laughs> you don't know okay. what you don't know, you know, and everything is just a, a process. So, um, tell everybody where they can connect with you. Maybe give us a little bit more of, um, I know that you talked about what it is that you've done and what you've overcome, but where, what's the space that you really help people in now and how can they connect with you if they want more? Yeah, so my the primary place I am is on Facebook, and you can search for Rise Up with Susan May. Um, but I have a feeling it's you know Facebook.com slash forward slash Rise Up with Susan May. Um, and so I also have a free private group, which is really great because it's a space for people to be more open if they're not ready to be open in the public um, setting. Um, and you can find that through my business page. Um, it's called Gather and Get Moving with Susan May. And the gather part is always coming together to support each other. And the get moving part is to let's do something. Let's take our energy and move forward. Um, and so those are my two primary places. I have a, a 10 year old blog where you can read all of this stuff about birth and, and unschooling and um, everything. Um, and that's called togetherwalking.com. Um, so those are my main, main places. Um, I am going to be offering one-on-one -on -one coaching very soon, probably next month is um, my launch date for that. So um, I'm really excited about that. And I will be posting details about that soon on my public page. Yeah, that's really exciting. And so what are you coaching people on? So I, I do think it's going to be like pretty general, like just life coaching stuff. A lot of the stuff we talked about today, mindset, um, setting intentions, taking action. Um, and I also think that, you know, based on the people that are drawn to me, to my vision, I can help them with a lot of the things that I talked about, whether that's um, homeschooling or parenting or um, just facing like problems in the world and feeling stuck because of the way the world is and how they can move forward. Um, a lot of the people I've worked with already, I ran a course last month. Like I said, they, I realized they're not even taking care of themselves and they actually don't even know what makes them happy. Like they don't know, um, they understand that they should take care of themselves, but they don't know how to do it. Um, and so I've already been working with women about that stuff. Um, I really am like kind of all over the place. Like I love just connecting with people 
And like you, um, I really, um, it's one of my strengths is connecting with people at a heart level. And I love learning about people. So I, I really love to learn people's stories and I can almost always, always find connection points in my life and share. I think stories are so powerful. I can share stories from my life and, and they can see things in a different way and be like, Oh, okay, this makes sense to me, or this is what happened, or this is how I can move forward. Um, and so that's kind of my vision for that. Yeah. You make it so relatable for sure. And that's how they connect with you because you make them feel like they're not alone in what they're going through. And I just love, I just want to throw this out here because I was listening to you talk and I'm listening to you share how people can connect with you. And it's not normative for people to bring on the same type of business, you know, on their podcast. It's not typical for people to bring on other life coaches when they're a life coach because of that competition. And I can't tell you how many other mindset and lifestyle or lifestyle coaches that I've had on here. And I just, I love it and I'm welcoming it. I'm embracing it because I feel that the listener, while they may connect with me, there might be a branch that you can touch on that I am not the expert in that area because our lives are so complicated and there are so many areas that we know that we need to, and we want to explore and work on. And so I just, I love that. I don't know. I'm happy to have other coaches on here because I just think it's important to embrace everybody else and offer, give people options. You know, you and I are both about that informed choice Mm -hmm. and giving people here's, here's what we can do for you. This is what we offer. You get to choose. Yeah. And I am in the exact same space as you. I am way more embracing a collaborative mindset. Again, mindset and not competitive at all. I cannot tell you the level of abundance I feel in my life right now. And I I can tell you, I'm not making a million dollars. I'm probably not even making a million pennies right now, (laughs) but that's not the point. The point is that my mind is, is right. And I know where I want to go and I'm going to get there by collaborating with people. And I know that. So every time I connect with someone else and we share and this is so much more powerful, right? Like having a conversation with someone, it's, it's like, it's easier for people to digest and to listen to. And so, yes, like we are only going to lift each other up. There's no competition here. It's only us helping each other rise, you know, to wherever, wherever heights we want to go to. Yeah. I love that. So that's a, such a good place to end. Um, I welcome you to come back anytime. I know that the listeners are going to connect with you and want to reach out to you for even more information on how it is that you can help them. So anything else before we go that you want to say? I think, I think we covered it. I think this was a great conversation and I'm just very grateful to you and thankful that you had me on. Thanks so much, Stacey. Yeah. I appreciate you sharing your story as well, Susan. We'll talk soon. I've been